0: Episode 35, The Bad Boys of Brunch, coming at you live, T&C the premix. My name's Tyler, that's the T in T&C. That one's Cody, he's not talking right now, because I'm ramping the episode up. He's the C. But this is 35, welcome to the Thunderdome, boys and girls. Hard hitting, fast acting, tough acting, ten acting. Let's go. Bam, bam, bam,
1: Bang, bang, bang,
0: Cody just shot down my idea for this to become an only uh, home improvement Tim the Tool Man Taylor podcast. It's very upsetting. I I spent hours preparing a pitch.
2: I just feel like it would be unfair to the listeners if I attempted. Like I obviously watched Tool Time a shit ton growing up. Yeah, but it has I, been a minute since I've yeah, seen no, Tool Time. I don't
0: think I've seen Tool Time like on TV since 1997. Oh ho More power oh, oh. I just think I think that'd be a good a good thing to pivot to. I'm not saying we I mean maybe we buy it on, maybe it's on some sort of streaming device. I have no idea streaming maybe platform, but we just transition to straight home improvement 10 the tool man Taylor talk well,
2: like it's embarrassing, like I can't even remember. The characters' names
0: anymore. Uh, I remember Tim the Toolman Taylor. I remember Al Borland. Al, yeah, his uh, his Bob Vila knockoff partner, his associate. Yeah, so did you do OxyClean? Uh, I'll uh, no, do OxyClean. <laughs> <laughs> you don't slander Billy Mays already. <laughs> we, we can't have we can't start off another podcast with me trying to cancel everything again. Uh, what else was there? I. Uh I think his wife's name was Jill. Yep. We also another we also know another smoke show named Jill. She hey. <laughs> we talk about my mom's bats. Um
2: what was the neighbor's name? Wilson?
0: Wilson. My boy, I think Wilson actually taught me a lot of life lessons. Just hiding with his face above. Do you ever see his face? Do you remember that? I don't remember.
2: I don't know if they ever did it like at the end.
0: Ah uh, yeah, I don't, I don't remember. remember.
2: He was social distancing since, like, 1995, whatever year.
0: Wilson was ahead of the craft.
2: Yeah, he had it figured out.
0: Um, I remember Al's mom was apparently a super fat lady because mm. Tim always made fun of her. Yo. I think Pam, Pamela Anderson was on it for a while. She was, uh, she was the hot side, side show, sidekick on Tool Time. Mm. Other than that, I'm drawing a lot of blanks. I remember Jonathan Taylor Thomas was on it. He ruled. Thought he was going to be a superstar. I was wrong.
2: Yeah, the uh, the youngest son was a little bitch.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember when he went goth. I do remember that because I was really scared of goths at the time I was <laughs> a child. <laughs> I'm still kind of scared of goth people. I'm not going to lie. Have, you, you,
2: they are have scary. you? seen the
0: videos of like the guys, like those techno goths, where they're like, are they all dancing? Mm-hmm. that kind of freaks me out <laughs> no oh, yeah. but the music thing this too is oddly good It triggers trigger something in me
2: see I just, I just remember seeing like those videos and then people play like different songs over top of <laughs> them <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think I saw one where they're just slam dancing to like Sesame Street <laughs> and I was like hell yeah brother
2: yeah I've never understood like the thrash dancing mosh pit stuff I don't know. It's just never been my thing. Like punching air and like spinning around with my fists out. Like just.
0: <laughs> like a, like a six year old trying to fight someone.
2: Yeah. And then like, uh, and then trying to play it off. Like you're not trying to hit everyone that's around you. It's yeah. so like, well, when you're going to dance like that in a crowd of people, <laughs> somebody's going to catch a few strays.
0: Also, are those guys just pouring sweat the entire time? Cause if I dance like that for two minutes, I am dra- I'm out of breath.
2: Especially in like full leathers and a giant mask.
0: (laughs) And like 14 pound Doc Martens on each foot.
2: I would die in three minutes. Yeah, no shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like like my work boots at work work weigh like a smooth 12 pounds each. They're like Carhartts that lace up to like my knee. And they're steel toe and like metatarsal. So they weigh a shitload. And if I walk for too long in them, I'm just like, god damn. Is this ankle weights?
2: Yeah, they got like the I can't remember the character's name. The Munster guy.
0: Oh, Herman Munster.
2: Herman. My dad Herman. used to joke. My dad used to have like some, uh, like hunting, like pack boots. And he'd be like, gonna, gonna put on my Munster boots. Cause like that guy's <laughs> boots were like,
0: That's, uh, huge. I, why do I remember that? I used I to, uh, I used to bang. And uh, when I was like in kindergarten, yeah, I used to bang in kindergarten. I used to mm. watch. <laughs> no, I will not be talking about uh my my childhood traumas on this podcast. That's episode sixty. Oh uh, <laughs> this is only episode thirty-five. But but when I was in kindergarten, I used to get uh dropped off at my babysitter's house at like five in the morning. My mom mom had to go to work. And uh I would just stay up and I would watch Gilligan's Island, then the yes. months. And that was like my that was my Pre kindergarten ritual.
2: Dude, I used to watch Gilligan's Island all the time, like by myself. I would just like wake up. I don't even know why, but like my, my, back then, like my parents owned the bar. So my mom would be up, like getting the beer guy in, getting everything set up. And I would just be being babysat by the television. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Uh, Raised me well, too.
2: I'd watch the the Waltons, and Ooh. I would watch uh, Gilligan's Island. I watched Brady Bunch.
0: Yep, I watched a lot of Brady Bunch.
2: Which those oh. shows were obviously like before our time, but they Dude, were still like, on all the time.
0: Yeah, I like Brady Bunch and Gilligan's Island. Gilligan's Island when it came out was in black and white, and I was it was 1995, and I was smashing those episodes. Samezies. Yeah, and. I think, like, I it would be so early that it would go from Gilligan's Island, the monsters, and then it would go, like, right into an episode of Scooby-Doo. That was, I was a king. <laughs> and then it was, like, it was at, like, this lady's uh, farmhouse. So, like, they would get up and then they, as, like, a family, like, she made them do, like, all their chores before we'd go to school. So they would, like, do, like, I would go help them with their chores and then they would sit down as a family and have like a fucking eighteen thousand calorie breakfast. It's probably why I'm the size I am. It's because I was getting fed like a fucking person who was gonna go work in the field for sixteen hours. Instead, I was just going to piss my pants in kindergarten.
2: The good, the good old days.
0: But those, uh, those kids—they were the kids were older than me. But one of them had like uh, every GI Joe. And they had, like, like the huge aircraft air carrier, G.I. Joe. And as a five-year-old, oh, I wanted it so bad. Like, legit was, like, planning to steal it. I was going to steal a a three-and-a-half-foot G.I. Joe air foot carrier, piece by piece, like Andy Dufresne. (laughs) I fucking, I wanted it so bad, dude. Like, to the point where I've looked it up recently, just, like, to fulfill that little need I have.
2: And get your hands on one.
0: Just to touch it and just be like, Yes. Yes. See, when I was five, I would have played with it. Now that I'm an elderly man, I will definitely get drunk and break it and have some sort of childhood trauma. But man, back in the day that shit ruled. So
2: I uh I wanted to apologize. We are obviously doing this on Sunday. We would typically do this on a Thursday or Friday. Last few weeks have been a little crazy with the both of us between work and stuff, so we've been doing some Saturday casts, and now today we'll do a, doing this one on Sunday. Um, I was down, down, over? I was over. in Iowa. I was in Iowa. Um, I was working at a pork plant in, uh, in Iowa, so I uh, I actually, I didn't get my morning poop out of the way, so I had to poop inside of the plant. and. Ooh. I was I was in there and it was like all you know like like I don't know what your school bathrooms were like but like where like everything was like white cinder block like like bricks all over the place it and then it was like pretty close so so this this actually kind of more reminded me of like uh the bathrooms at our our city pool in Miller like they're all like (laughs) the white brick and then concrete floors with like floor drains and stuff yeah (laughs) it's like really humid and wet and sticky.
0: I had not ideal pooping situations at all. No.
2: And so I was in there uh, trying to take care of business. Um, and I probably shared that toilet with, you know, like all the freaking workers yeah, that are in people. there. So my ass might've contracted Got Corona, um, <laughs> yeah. but just my butt though. Um, and uh, that's,
0: that's, the that, that's where they say the worst Corona is right in your butt.
2: And I, I was like sitting there and like, I thought I heard like, machinery like screeching like a belt or something or something like screeching. No, it turns out it was hogs that were on the kill floor screaming. wee!" wee. before they were gonna get murdered. And it oh, almost okay. like I I th- almost saw it was kinda sad and like, you know, kinda kinda like got me down a little bit, but then I realized like how much I like bacon and I was just like <laughs> how
0: it's much fine. Food is delicious. This is the cycle I... of life. <laughs> I oftentimes do that where I will like see like a baby cow or a baby pig and be like, Oh, they're adorable. I don't want to eat them. And then like two hours later, I'm just like, man, eh, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was, uh, I, w- I was brutally surrounded last summer. I was in the middle of a cow field in uh, West river where they do open range, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was in the middle of fucking nowhere and I was surrounded by about 60 cows and I legit thought I was going to have to fight my way out of these cows. And at that time I realized, I was like, fuck that, I'll eat a whole steak right now just to prove a point. So, I just, I shout out to you for being able to poop in those environments. That's,
2: well, it was to the point where I didn't have to do much. I just had to get out of my own, I had to get out of my own way at that point, you know, so it was
0: nature (laughs) nature was already on top of it. I just um, had to be there.
2: Uh, also, uh, I did go diva and tweeted at anytime fitness, um, (laughs) because so come to find out, um. Anytime fitness has a very weird structure in their, how their memberships transfer and how you pay for your membership and all this stuff. Cause it's like, it is a national franchise, but everything is individualized per like the franchisee. Yeah. So like for instance, Ooh. my home gym was in Watford city, North Dakota. The uh, gentleman that runs that is not very smart. I would say he, Was tired of paying the franchise fee to Anytime Fitness to essentially just have their logos on everything, have the sign out front, utilize a little bit of their infrastructure. So he decided to change the name and be no longer affiliated with that. Well, because of that, I didn't get any notification. I didn't get no heads up. They just stopped billing me in March. But because of all this COVID stuff and me being back here, I hadn't had to use it yet. (laughs) I have no idea. So I show up to Anytime Fitness in Fort Dodge, Iowa, at quarter to five in the morning, have a belly full of pre-workout, go up to get in.
0: Which, which means you're close to a poop.
2: <laughs> yep. And I go, I go to use my key fob. It doesn't work. And I'm like, what the fuck? And so, like, it was, you know, it wasn't even five o'clock in the morning yet, so I just went back into my pickup, sat in the parking lot, started doing some research to figure out why I couldn't get in. And yeah, so it turns out the the guy, the the franchisee or whatever in uh, Waffer City, fuck me, and uh, just fucking shut you down. Yep. So that was uh, what'd was you, very what'd interesting. What did you have to do? Well, so I stupidly thought that if I just went and re-upped the membership at the one in Fort Dodge, it would activate my key fob, but that's not how it works because. <laughs> Because, like I said, the way that Anytime Fitness is structured, it's fucked up. Where, like, you have to have a key fob that's like associated with that gym, and then once it's activated with that gym, then you can you can use it there. And then they have a policy that you have to wait thirty days before you can use it at any other gym. And I was trying to explain to that lady, I was like, I've had a membership since twenty fifteen.
0: Yeah. Like, can Sweetie, we just waive that? Yeah, <laughs> I'm fucking ripped. I plus that pre work, I'm sure you were just like. Try to explain it.
2: Well, that's why I shot that tweet out at like five AM and like Anytime <laughs> Fitness responded back to me and then I felt bad because I was like, Well, it actually wasn't your guys' fault. It was yeah. I mean was still a- they shouldn't have their system set up like that. It should be it should be like you <laughs> sign up for an Anytime Fitness, you get a key fob, yeah, you're just good to go. And it's just it's, but it's it's so individualized it's fucked up. But oh, I'm sure you, nobody really you. gives a fuck about that. But that was just I just had to get it out. Did you end
0: chest. up working out or did you have to burn out that pre-workout by just screaming into the sun or something? I just, after
2: I f- did my research and sent some emails and some tweets and, uh, some, <laughs> really, left some phone call. Like really I called. Yeah. Down. <laughs> I went, uh, I went full, full. Let me talk to the manager, um, via multiple phone calls, emails. And, uh, and did a t- your, did a your hair
0: grow into that haircut as you did it? Like, did you like metamorphosize like a caterpillar?
2: Yeah, I got like angled bangs, long angled bangs just instantly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I ended up just going back to my hotel room and like working um for a few you're hours doing, in the morning.
0: Doing <laughs> you're doing push ups to burn off the pre workout.
2: But I did uh get uh, the membership activated so I was able to work out the next morning
0: in Fort Dodge. Oh, good. But uh, yeah, also, our, our long national nightmare is over.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that last seven eight minutes of me explaining that everybody's like, "Yeah, we don't really give a fuck." But yeah, that was just I just wanted to get that out there. Um, I cared. And also, speaking of G- the gym stuff, uh, apologies to Lance that uh, he was not able to listen to a podcast um, since we weren't able to start recording till today. Um, turns out it's- that that the that the premix is a PED for Lance and if he doesn't have it, he performs poorly in the gym and he gets Lance cannot
0: work out if he can't hear Cody and I talk about Pop-Tarts. He just can't bench. <laughs> People are just like, no, Lance, you can do it. He's like, I have to have them in my ear. Talking just saying Fruit Boy over and over again laughing. So, yep, shout out Lance. You can work out today, bud. No yeah. rest days.
2: Put a couple more plates on. Do another one.
0: Do another one another one another one another one hey, hey lance don't forget work your core out bud <laughs> all, all your health's devolved in your core don't just hit shoulders Never mind. we know you want to look good in the bro tank don't don't neglect the thing that keeps you upright maybe some back extensions
2: you're welcome uh i wanted to or i guess did you see the the, there was some a couple of videos that were put out. It's so like the the Eddie Hall versus the Mountain the boxing match. That's that's going to be uh, September twenty twenty one in Vegas. They I don't think they've released a specific date yet. They just mentioned September twenty
0: twenty one. I for some reason I thought I saw, saw September twenty first. I'm not sure if I just made that up or if that was actually a thing. Well, that I, would make sense because September twenty first is a Monday, so probably not that
2: Mm. um i will double down and say that eddie hall is going to destroy the mountain um i saw i saw the i saw the uh hype video that the mountain put out and he was hitting bags which at first i thought they were running the camera in like half speed (laughs) yeah he's he looked like he was swatting flies like he's he's a
0: little bulky
2: he's i mean if he connects like full steam with a with a good punch like yes i do believe but like he's so slow and he doesn't keep his hands up like his his fucking meat wagons of arms that he has to hold up are gigantic like he's just going to gas out just trying to keep his gloves up
0: yeah i uh, i also saw the videos not looking good because i have predicted the mountain to be the winner uh but I haven't seen I've seen Eddie Hall hitting the bags. Not like he's looking that great either.
2: I don't know, man. I'll send you a video that I saw and he was looking fast.
0: Yeah. You know what? He better be fast because he's a fucking manlit in the strongman world. He's barely 6'3. He could barely be he, he could barely be on this podcast.
2: <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, I, I feel like Eddie Hall is finally gonna get our boy Oberyn Martel a little bit of vengeance. <laughs>
0: I did see a picture uh, a couple days ago on Twitter where it was just a picture of Oberyn Martell, and he it's that quote from Game of Thrones where he's like, "Today is not the day I die." Oberyn Martell, the day he died. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh. Shout out, shout out the Red Viper! You got rolled, son. Dude, um, every,
2: every time I watch that, uh, it's like it's like if you ever it reminds me of like going back and watching like the the games out of like the like the NFL vault or whatever. And you go back and rewatch the games and you know exactly how it's going to end, but you're like, they could do this. They, they could do
0: this. (laughs) That really, that happened to me so much over the whole coronavirus thing when like there was no sports on and they would just play games from like, welcome to the 1997 orange bowl, Ohio state versus Nebraska. And I'd be watching it. I'd be like, what is happening? (laughs) And I just, I wouldn't look it up. So the entire time, like, something cool is going to happen. I just don't know which way it's going to go. Or, like, you could tell if they're playing a classic game and there was one team up by, like, 40 points. You're like, well, the other team's clearly going to come back. Like, something's going to happen. Something totally out of the ordinary. Or else I wouldn't be watching fucking Penn State versus Pittsburgh from 20 years ago. Um, t- the. Uh, I do want to point out the. I think the mountain's still looking bulky because he's just the Iceland's strongest man is coming up, so he's still training for that. Oh, so I mean, like he's gonna win that because he's the world. He's like, he's like, no, at number three. He, I think he got third strongest man this year, world strongest, road strongest man. So he's gonna be the strongest man in Iceland for like the fifteenth year in a row. But he's still training for that because I just saw him deadlift like. 780 pounds like four times mm.
2: yeah I mean Eddie does have kind of a slight advantage there because he does you know he's obviously retired from strongman so he has his full focus is on this match uh, he, cu- he cut like a ton of weight like he's looking yeah he's looking, he's looking trim and diesel. fast yeah Um, to circle back to the Game of Thrones thing um, so George R.R. R. Martin had said that if uh, the winds of winter, the the next book or the or the I don't know if that's if that was planning on being the last book. I mean
0: nope, it's supposed to be seven books.
2: So uh, the way that he's one. been producing, I don't know if he'll be alive before he gets be the long next long one then. out. But he said that if the Winds of Winter wasn't out by July twenty ninth, that he would let the fans imprison him in a in a cabin somewhere to finish writing the book. So there's been a lot of chirping online like, hey George R. R. Martin. It's, it's it's prison time, baby. <laughs> You're gonna get locked down, bud. We need some more yeah. incest and weird dragon shit.
0: Yeah, I do. I really do need that. I've been uh rereading Game of Thrones because I have read the books, people. <laughs> no big deal. But uh he I've been re- I re- I reread Game of Thrones at work, so I'm not always on my phone if I'm bored. So I need some new content. And also I need them, I need, because he said that, like, he kind of told uh, the showrunners, like EB, from, from, the, from the TV show, fuck, I can't remember what they're called, who they're, what their names are. You know who I'm talking about, though? Yeah. He, like. The guy with the
2: cool gray hair. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's exactly who I'm talking about. But, uh. He, like, told them where the show, like, how, like, shit was going to wrap up, but he didn't tell them how he was going to get there. So I think that he's going to, like, after he saw that the fans hated the last two episodes, or last two seasons of Game of Thrones, I think he's going to take it in a new way, and I hope he does a better job answering questions than I brought up in the book, or else I'll kill him, which will not take very much because he's a short, fat, old man.
2: Yeah, to be honest with you, him being imprisoned – um, by the fans is probably the best thing he can do in the midst of COVID-19. Cause if he gets just a little whiff of that, he might be He's done, done.
0: He's <laughs> toast. <laughs> Today is not the day I die. George R. R. Martin, the day he died.
2: Um, sp- speaking of coronavirus, um, former presidential candidate Herman Kane, he, he passed away on the 30th. He was 74 and it, um, it did come out that they said that it, it was from like complications with coronavirus. Um,
0: I saw he, I saw that he not to get political. I saw he probably got coronavirus from the Trump the rally rally. In Tulsa, yeah, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Which <laughs> live by the sword, die by the sword, baby.
2: Yeah, I, I saw that too. My my Bart brought it up. Um, he actually Bart met him when he was staying at the Marina Inn in, in Sioux City. Uh, I think he met him at, <laughs> at the restaurant at Cahills potentially. Um but yeah, Bart said he, he met him and, and like he just shot the shit with him or whatever, I think. And um
0: That's pretty baller. Shout yeah. out to Bart, for a former guest.
2: Um so like, boy. So, so I didn't know um I didn't know like a lot. I I knew that like Herman Cain was um like a presidential candidate. Yeah, you know, he, he tried to run.
0: That's basically all I knew him as. And
2: I know that he did have like some, some sexual harassment stuff um, when Whoops. he was the head of like the National Restaurant Association or something. Oh, um,
0: Is he slapping waitresses' asses or what?
2: I don't know the, What I could read from it was it came out as like inappropriate behavior, and he it was he made it. He had settlements with two women, so I mean that's not that's not good. Mm-hmm. That's um, bad. But to go back into his his life prior to that um he he went to so he did some schooling prior but then he went to Purdue University and got a master's degree in computer science in 1971 and then he went back to the navy for a little bit but then he became a business analyst for Coca-Cola um and then in 1997 he joined uh Pillsbury company and awesome. be, became their VP and uh, I guess I didn't realize this, but I think Pillsbury was associated with Burger King, and so he what? went. Yeah, so he went to, um, like in Philadelphia, Burger King was struggling, so he came in to like help, um, being a business analyst to come like fix them. So he he came in and fixed them, and uh, so in the 1980s, because of his success at Burger King, Pillsbury then appointed him as chairman and CEO of Godfather's Pizza.
0: Oh yeah, that's awesome.
2: That's why, like, I don't know, like thinking about like him being involved with Coca Cola, then Pillsbury, then Burger King, then Godfather's Pizza. It's like uh, these all are all things, things I, I like.
0: <laughs> yeah, these, these are things I enjoy.
2: So yeah, yeah, I just I just thought it was kind of cool. Like he was, he was definitely in like the food, um, in the restaurant, like food business, you know, for a majority of his 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 career until like he, you know, started being more political. <laughs>
0: That's crazy, dude. God I haven't had Godfather, Godfathers in forever. Godfathers is awesome.
2: I remember going to the Godfathers in the mall in, in Huron back in the day.
0: They have did they have like a shitty little arcade attached to it too?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's why yeah, it was Godfather. so fun. Yep. I was gonna say I've been to the Huron one. Uh Watertown had one for a while. That was Lance and I hit the buffet a couple times. Shout out the boy Lance again. But uh, we hit that a couple times and it was pretty all right. Uh Free when uh Free and I lived together in Sioux Falls, there was like 4 days in a row where Free ordered like Godfather's for delivery and he would get like the extra large pizza and they fucked it up once. So the next day he got it again and they fucked it up again. <laughs> so then Free being Free was like, "I'm going to keep ordering it until they quit fucking it up." And I think he ended up getting it like 4 days in a row. <laughs> and they were like um it was like the extra large pizzas, So they came in huge boxes. So we just had a stack of fucking Godfather's boxes that were just massive. They're like, it's like, it's like two times bigger than a large pizza and free was just like, I'll spend a hundred bucks to make these motherfuckers realize what they're doing. But it was fucking hilarious.
2: Yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll toss a take out there. Um, I honestly, when you're ranking the franchise pizzas of the U.S., Godfather's doesn't have the best quality,
0: in my opinion. No. no, uh, yeah. I mean, we actually we ranked pizza pizzas with Bart, didn't we? I think I threw that at him when we were oh, yeah. <laughs> just just ultimately off the cuff. But uh, yeah, as I said, I can't I can't really. Defend Godfather's. I think I definitely just look at you know look back at it through like rose-colored glasses, because Godfather's kind of fucking like it ruled back in the day in my eyes. Mm -hmm. I can't say I would go out of the way for Godfather's Pizza right now.
2: No, they had one in Watford City that's like in a gas station, and yeah,
0: you you see that a lot nowadays. You Mm -hmm. do see Godfather's in gas stations. I guess there's one in Mitchell too. I think that one's a Godfather's. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. I've been to that gas station. A couple of times. There's also a Taco <laughs> Bell attached to it. <laughs> Chuck, yeah.
1: Hell yeah, brother.
0: <laughs> the, uh, uh, I did on Thursday. Uh, Thursday basketball was back. Like they were starting the regular season. And uh, I decided that I was going to – I had to go to Brookings after work. So I was like, dude, I'm. have you seen the ads for those chacaroni pizzas at Papa John's? It's like, I have not. It's a huge pizza. It's got Shaq on the box. And they're like this huge pizza with like extra pepperoni and extra cheese. And so I was like, I'm going to get those. NBA's back. Shaq. NBA. All right. So I got two of them. These pizzas are fucking gigantic. And like, I'm not kidding. Like the pizza slices themselves are like a foot and a half long. It's ridiculous. So it is such a fucking big pizza.
2: Them being covered in pepperoni makes more sense in my small mind. When you said shakaroni, I was thinking macaroni, but pepperoni <laughs> on a pizza makes <laughs> makes more sense.
0: If if there would have been macaroni on this pizza, it would have weighed a smooth twenty seven pounds. This pizza, <laughs> this pizza was a fucking throw. Like it was a blanket, and actually, I got two of them, and it was Taylor, uh, intern Taylor and I were eating them. We, there's still some left in the fridge. Like, it's like that was Thursday. There's so much pizza. But uh, I also, I took my little brother with me up there. And uh, he was like, he was bitching that he was like, where, he was like, I don't want Papa John's. Where am I going to eat? And I was like, where do you want to eat? I'll buy you some food. And he chose Hardee's. <laughs> and he got um, two big Hardee's, which are basically like the, Big Mac version of Hard Big, Hardy's version of the Big Mac. They're half pound burgers. And he got two of those, two fries and a chocolate shake. And Jesus. he I I made he ate them all on the way between Ma- Brookings and Madison, which is like 45 minutes. He looked like he was in pain. It was fucking hilarious. Oh, that was He just like he like he just you just look over, he was like covered in like burger grease just like
2: uh, uh. hardy's is good but like they're they're monster burgers and like yeah they're they're patties you get you get a lot of freaking meat like yeah eating eating two of those burgers alone is a feat and then putting two orders of fries and then a fucking milkshake on top of that
0: yeah <laughs> he did too and he did the, he did the fat boy move and fucking dip the fries in the shake too he was fucking living
2: Hopefully you dropped him off at home and didn't let him use your bathroom. That could oh be no, I dropped
0: him. I and that was on Thursday night. The next day I saw him and I was like, "How was your poop, bud?" <laughs> that was, that's he just ate two pounds of grease. He never let me know. Hope he, he's hope he's not dead. Uh, that was uh, but yeah. So, hey, Papa John's is actually pretty good. I will stick up for Papa John's.
2: Yeah. Papa John's is good.
0: He's done some pretty not cool things. He's not a great dude. Yeah, Papa John.
2: Uh, Papa John, not great. Papa John's pizza, good. Garlic butter sauce, The rightful.
0: Good. Yeah, I did. I slayed both. uh, I got two pizzas, so I got two garlic butters. Taylor didn't have any garlic butter. I ate both those garlic butters.
2: (laughs) I, I can remember one time when I when I was uh, living with Brad and I was just, I went on a, I went on like a bender where it was like three or four days where I just ordered Domino's pizza. And I'm pretty sure you and Freet scolded me. You're like Domino's, but, but where do you get your garlic butter? <laughs> because, because you guys were hard on the, on the, on the Papa John's train back then.
0: Uh, when, when my car got stolen, Oh, that's that was like my that was my sit in my house and be sad meal. It's like my car got stolen. the police just came over and I just sat there eating Papa John's like by myself in like a dark room. just like things are bad like that if someone just if that was in like a movie, that would have been like, oh, he's hit rock bottom
2: just just sweating garlic butter
0: <laughs> just just eating like. The person dropped it off and brought like four things of silverware. cuz like, oh, this is definitely for a family. Nope, <laughs> this is this is me by myself, just smashing garlic butter.
2: What? So, like, I remember your car getting stolen, but like, whatever happened was it like some kids that like stole it? Yeah, or?
0: some some kid. Uh, he was like, seventeen, had just like basically he would go into neighborhoods. And he would look for vehicles that had keyless entry or, you know, like or key fobs, like push to start. And my key was stupidly hidden underneath the car because like I, Brad came and picked me up that night because we were going to go out and have a, cause some ruckus. And I didn't feel like wa- unlocking my door and putting the key back inside. So I just put the key underneath my tire, like kind of on the inside and apparently he had watched me do it and then he just yacked my car right away. Hmm. So they didn't, they didn't find it for like four days. It also had like my work phone in it. It had a bunch of shit in it and he pitched my work phone. He didn't take it, he like, I had like shoes in there, like nice shoes. I had my golf clubs, tons of shit. He didn't take anything. He took my credit card, which I had already turned off and my tossed my work phone. But they couldn't find it for, like, four days. And then they finally found it, like, a mile and a half away from Freight and I's house. Uh, just, like, parked on this road. And I was gone for work. And I think I was, like, two – I was somewhere, i was somewhere like, two and a half hours away. And they finally called me. and They're, like, hey, we found your car. Uh, can you go get it? And I was, like, fuck. Because I only had one key fob. And so I sent Freight over there. And Freight's, like – Freed's like, yeah, the car's locked. Like, I don't see, he's like, I look through the windows. I don't see a key fob. And it was in like a nice neighborhood. So I was like, I was like, hey, Freed, can you break into the car and see if the keys are in there? And I I will have to have Freed on tell the story. So I don't remember the exact thing. But basically people came out and they're like, what the hell are you doing? Car alarms going off. Freed's there with like a fucking drink. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Freed just had to be like, no, it's it's okay. It's, it's my, my friend's car. It's, it's cool. My <laughs> car it's cool. I can break into this car, and I guess they were just like, yeah, "Okay." I'm like the dads in the neighborhood that came out to help him, but uh, they finally, they finally, Freet finally gets in. I finally show up, and I had to have them no, there wasn't keys in it. freight looked everywhere for the keys. I had to have, I had to have a tow truck come and tow it to Billion, where I bought the car from, and then I had to replace the key fob. Well, turns out they find the they find the kid at frying pan, and because they spotted another stolen car there, they find the kid. The kid tries to run, gets about they said about half a block before he fucking smashes the car he was in, and he had like eight key fobs on him, including mine. Well with any criminal investigation those were used as evidence so i couldn't get the key fob back so i had to buy my own keys back (laughs) i had to from billion it was expensive as fuck it was like 365 bucks for a new key key fob yeah so the uh the detective called me and was just like uh can you do you want to testify because like if you testify that this kid stole your car and like what you know whatever happened you will he'll be tried as an adult because the kid had been in trouble before And then they're like, and then you'll get restitution for if you bring your receipt. And I was like, I was like, I really don't want to testify. Like, I'm not going to take time out of my day to come put a 17-year-old behind bars for 12 years. Well, it turns out, apparently some of the car owners decided they were going to testify. So the kid got locked up and I sent my receipt in. And now like once every probably three months, I get like an $8 check. (laughs) restitution <laughs> I haven't cashed a single one of them like I've gotten literally like probably like sixty bucks of just like this this guy's working for like a quarter an hour in jail and just having to send me money for keef or for Keith and I'm just like, I don't even care, man, I don't even have that ultima, but yeah shout out shout out that kid we should i, I should try to get him on the podcast, yeah, so he can just call me a Call me a dumbass. Yeah, what
2: yeah, what was your angle with stealing the cars when you didn't steal anything inside of them?
0: Yeah, all he did, all he did was took my credit card and pitched my work phone. I was like, dude, there was golf clubs. I had like nice Nikes in there he didn't even take. It was very upsetting. I was like, my shit not good enough for you to steal? Are you fucking kidding me? This is a two thousand this is a two thousand nine Ultima.
2: I mean, I guess he did take the credit cards, so I mean there there was an angle there, but I was like, what was he planning on doing? Was he planning on like pulling like a gun in sixty seconds and he was just gonna load all these cars on a trailer and
0: ship them somewhere? You steal some cars, you make your money, you be a big good you be a good big brother. <laughs> I I like to think that he was like he stole like all because I wanna say like in the same like area, he stole like a brand new like Escalade. So I like to think he was like Stealing all these, like, exotic cars and, like, nice SUVs. And then just the last car they, like, tried pulling on the boat was just a shitty Altima. They're, like, the the guy specifically asked for a shitty Altima. He's, like, it's
2: on the list. I have to get this car. I have
0: to take this. Yeah, and, like, my Altima, like, I think at the time, like, the the rear right brake was, like, grinding. (laughs) And then I had backed into a dumpster so there was like a huge scuff on the side. So the guy was like, perfect.
2: This is the one.
0: I was, I was pumped because the guy, the detective was like, yeah, if we can't find it, like you can just turn it into your insurance and they'll basically write the car out or, you know, total the car out. And I was like, yes, please, (laughs) please do this. And when I got the call, they found it. I was just like, motherfucker.
2: you sure? Are you sure it's mine? Can you just like...
0: And yeah, we can see a picture of you <laughs> on the inside, hanging from the rear view mirror. You have a picture of yourself? What are you, a serial killer? No, I was so trying to explain to my bosses, because I was like, hey, uh, I don't have my work phone right now because it got stolen. <laughs> and they were just like, what? I was like, eh, it's not important. <laughs> they're like, why was your work phone in your car? And I was like, you guys are really missing the point. I'm emotionally vulnerable <laughs> right now. <laughs> no, like, I still don't understand why all this would be in your car. And I was like, once again, I'm sorry. Let's move past it.
2: Uh, that, was
0: that was a good time.
2: Um, I had a request from Bart for you to say mask debate five times really fast.
0: Masked debate. Right, Just mask debate. Mask debate. All right masturbate 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 yep there is the end <laughs> why does bart want to hear me say this
2: i don't know he just it was a request i just i i just get the request and i just pass him on
0: we gotta get bart back on the cast talk some fucking perks.
2: hell yeah i think we should get him and jeb and have them go back and forth on their on their turkey turkey debate <laughs>
0: <laughs> the great turkey debate of TNC.
2: It'd be riveting.
0: I'm in. I love the turkey talk.
2: Everyone,
0: um, that, everyone at work always talks about hunting, and I just do that thing where I'm just like, mm hmm, mm hmm, <laughs> guns. I'm like, oh, that's what kind of shotgun you use to kill. Uh, uh They call them hollickers. I'm like, sick, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, decoys, plugs. And I'm like, oh, yep, all things I know. <laughs> I just tell a story of like road hunting from when I was like fifteen. I'm like that, yep, <laughs> it was a good time. Shot
2: some birds. It was it was lit. <clears throat> um,
0: mask debate. Mask debate. Mask debate.
2: I think uh, the I angle is it's supposed to sound like masturbate.
0: I'll just say masturbate.
2: <laughs> oh, okay.
0: Um, no one's censoring us on this. Oh, uh, you cens- you censor me sometimes when you can see me go for the. The bow. <laughs> <He's> like, no <laughs> thanks, man.
2: Uh, I don't really know how to segue into this, but I did see that uh, LaShawn McCoy uh reached a one-year deal with the Buccaneers, so they're just pretty much going out and getting all the old the, the free agents, all the gun for hires, yeah. just trying to like if make this was
0: if this was 2012, holy shit, that team would be scary. <laughs> right. Agreed. <laughs> there is I uh fuck I meant to research this but I didn't think about it until right now. Did you see that they did like the list of a hundred like the top hundred uh football players? And they had like Josh Allen as like number eighty seven and people were just like what the fuck? Like this list is terrible. They had Patrick Mahomes like number four. Yeah um, I wanna say they had Gronk like top ten. Um they had uh Lamar Jackson is number 1 and it was just like how the hell who is doing this? Yeah, I think and, they had
2: like Aaron Donald Lamar Jackson was number 1, Aaron Donald was up there and he, I think he was in the top 3 and so was like Russell Wilson.
0: Yeah, that's that's the thing. I think it was Lamar Jackson, Aaron Donald, Russell Wilson, then Patrick Mahomes. And I was just like, what well, how does that even makes sense
2: yeah i mean good players but yeah how is patrick mahomes not number one
0: not number one like consensus number one. how is josh fucking allen number 87 like you're telling me that he's no just absolutely not yeah that was i meant to do more research on that we might have to save that for like tuesday's cast or something because yeah we
2: can run through that 100 list
0: but uh but uh basketball's back that's pretty sick i've been watching a shitload of basketball it's very very nice
2: how is that without the fans i actually haven't seen any yet
0: it's actually pretty fucking cool um they're doing a lot more like they have a lot more like space to move so they're doing like crazy camera angles like they're since they don't have fans like they can go like right on like the baseline and then so they'll be like player height and they'll move the camera as they're coming up the court so that's pretty fucking cool um all of the all of the courts have like basically like two hundred and seventy degrees of like huge video boards around them. So there's oh. always like crazy shit happening in the background. It's pretty fucking cool. Plus you can hear like the players like talk shit. Mm. What the hell is happening. Oh my my computer just got darker because it's on battery saver mode. What the fuck? Weird. Not plugged in or what? No, uh, my on Friday night, um, uh, my friend, uh, my friend Bryce Logan fought in Sioux Falls for the LFA uh, what lightweight title. He won. That was pretty cool. Nice. So I had uh, I had my I had my laptop. I got Fight Pass for a month. So uh, I took my computer over to my friend Cam's house because he's buddies with Bryce Logan. And uh, we watched that. It was pretty cool. So I left my charger over at Cam's. Forgot to grab it. Meant to grab it this morning, but didn't make it over there. Mm. I was busy I was busy pooping. Mm. Because last night, like a jackass, I ate uh, a huge burger from Sporty's, a former sponsor, that had jalapenos and pepper jack cheese on it. It was delicious, but paid for it this morning. I basically, I basically ate like a fucking greedy raccoon yesterday. Just anything and everything. (laughs) just Burgers and pizza and just fat boy. Oh God, I hate myself.
2: Speaking of a greedy raccoon, did you hear that, uh, the Ellen DeGeneres thing is becoming a little bit, uh, I guess a little bit worse than people, uh, first thought, um, with her whole, like toxic environment being a a terrible boss and like having terrible management around her that just like ridiculed and made everybody feel like trash uh, on their show. It seems like, um,
0: I I think Ellen might be done. She might be toast.
2: That's, that's what I'm seeing. Like they're pretty much saying like the only way they think they can salvage from the backlash and still keep, keep a show in that time slot is to get rid of Ellen and like start fresh with somebody else and it sounds like you you might have a little bit of a a conspiracy around some oh, of that as well. I,
0: it's not me. I have a I have a cousin who is maybe going through some mental stuff right now cuz he is deep in the old I think it's QAnon Q Q uh, Q like, Q-anon, QAnon yeah there it is. Uh, he is convinced that Ellen's getting rid of her show because she's getting ready to go to jail. For child molestation uh, he thinks it's it's Ellen's Ellen's getting cancelled because she's getting ready to go to jail. Tom Hanks uh, didn't have coronavirus and he became a Greek citizen to escape um, all these charges. He thinks like Barack Obama is dead uh, because he got executed for child endangerment and uh, there's some clones. <laughs> Legit, like, mental disorder shit. It's kind of nuts. And because I was looking at the Ellen stuff, because I figured we'd talk about it. And that, that kind of was shown to me. And I was like, no fucking way, man. Like, it's legitimately insane. He thinks, like, he thinks, he thinks the entire coronavirus is a cover-up. Because the world's elite are all getting killed because they were molesting children. He thinks Hillary Clinton's dead. Um, it's fucking insane. I I don't even know where to get into it. Like
2: like I I respect a good conspiracy theory, and I think there could be a little bit. Uh, I mean, I obviously don't know if Ellen was involved with like the Ghislaine Maxwell, Jeffrey Epstein shit, um, but I. I could see that part of the conspiracy or I could try to rationalize that in my mind that she was part of that and that, you know, she was, she had a toxic work environment, but realistically, the reason how come she's getting canceled is because like, she might be one of the names listed on this, uh, the, the files that get released from just Maxwell or whatever. Like I could, I could see that, but yeah, some of that stuff starts getting a little bit down there. Like obviously I have no idea if Ellen DeGeneres was involved with any of that. i I am fairly certain, based off of all the stuff, stuff that I read, that she is a, a shitty person and a, a shitty boss yeah. and, a, and a crazy uh, narcissist herself. But
0: it's, yeah, see, I think that's I think that's where like because it starts off where you're like, yeah, all right, I can kind of see it, but then they like they like bring you in with like the yeah, all right, like I can kind of see what's going on, and then they hit you with the fucking like they are replaced by clones and they're fucking turning the frogs gay like sucker punch. And you're like, no, like that, that's fucking insane. Like Tom Hanks isn't running away because he's a fucking pedophile. Like it's fucking nuts. It's just literally insane. And I think that's how they, I think that's how they get people. And because holy shit.
2: Yeah. And I'd seen like before all this, uh, like the Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein and Lane Maxwell stuff, like started uh, coming back out in the news and stuff. I did see like a few of those conspiracy theory videos about Tom Hanks and stuff like that, but I just, I don't know. It's hard oh, to believe anything anymore. It's, I mean, who knows? I, I would think that based off of what I had known of Tom Hanks that he would not be involved with anything like that.
0: Yeah. I I consider Tom Hanks a friend. <laughs> he's been there. He's been with me for a while. I, I mean, don't see.
2: There, there were, He did do some weird shit with a volleyball once, but outside of oh, that, he's, he's been he's been pretty straight oh, edge. That,
0: that's another thing. Uh, he thinks like Wilson, the volleyball. You know, I mean, a blood blood handprint on a volleyball. He thinks that was like symbols because I he, he Ellen has the same symbols always sewed on her clothes. He thinks that's some like mask or like some symbol of some cult. And I was like, I was like, I'm, he's texting a group. The way I got it was he's texting a large group of like my family members. I don't really talk to my family that much. Like I talk to like my mom and my dad. I don't like talk to like my extended family. It was fucking nuts. <laughs> like, holy shit. Uh, yeah, I pulled. I got pull it pulled up right now. Jimmy Kimmel taking a break. Ellen about to be canceled. Tom became Tom Hanks became a Greek citizen. Chrissy Teigen made Twitter private, deleted sixty thousand tweets. Jenna Jameson went public about being raped, conditioned, trafficked into Hollywood as child. Avicii committed suicide days after releasing video highlighting trafficking. Justin Bieber released music video Yummy, confirming being a victim of PizzaGate as a child. Epstein gets murdered in jail. Maxwell. Judge will eventually make private documents public, fears for her life. Judge appointed to Maxwell Epstein case, son is murdered. Hollywood, silent, media, crickets, COVID, 99, 99% plus survival rate, but talked about all of Hollywood media and social media platforms. This is the tip of the iceberg, and some of you need to open your eyes. That
2: was all a text?
0: Yeah, it was a copy and pasted one. Bro, I mean, still. Yeah.
2: Wowzers. That was just in your family group text
0: yes i have removed myself from that
2: did you open your eyes though
0: uh surprisingly i did not okay <laughs> surprisingly i was too busy dealing with another conspiracy the old bob lazar conspiracy mm. so i did a little research because you talked about it i had to confirm what was going on i did not get to watch the netflix show which i mm-hmm. forgot the name of but uh i did a little you know a little research myself. And it, what happened was Bob Lazar was this guy who claimed he worked on um a flying saucer not it's not area fifty one but it's like seven kilometers south of area fifty one He says there's some hidden uh some hidden stuff in there and but he said that they were working on there was nine alien spacecrafts they were uh reverse engineering them because they've got some he said it was called element 151. It hadn't been discovered yet that produces like anti-gravity when it's decaying. And he said he was working on that or reverse engineering that for private use in military uh, vehicles. And then he said he got out and he was going to blow the lid off of it. Kind of sounds like he's a scam artist though. Like he, uh, he get he's been arrested for uh, having a prostitution. Ring, which he came out and said, Well, that's just the government trying to keep me down. Uh, eh. He lied about like having, like, he's like, I graduated with some crazy degree from MIT, like theoretical physicist stuff. And he was just like, They're just like, buddy, no, you fucking didn't. Which kind of crazy, but he said that there's like, he said that the government has files how aliens have basically talked about or. That aliens have been in, like, been around for like ten thousand years, and that the global elites are global elites are keeping all this information hidden. And whoo, it took me. I listened to some podcasts about it. It got a little too deep for me.
2: Yeah, either it's like a crazy like elaborate like fbi cover-up and they're trying to like drag him through the mud, and like more or less make him look like a crazy person or he's insane yeah either yeah that and or you know who you know if it actually was legitimately true and he actually did do some of these things like i don't know if you watch the documentary obviously you can edit and produce a documentary in a light that will convince you of anything yes um so, when I watched the documentary, I was convinced that all that stuff was legitimate. But, yeah, it does seem a little fishy, and he does seem kind of like a strange man. Um, but, yeah, it's... Uh,
0: one, of, one of the podcasts I listened to yesterday about it was they interviewed... They had interviewed him, and they didn't say... It didn't sound like the interview was live. It sounded like it had been, like, recorded a while ago and they then like they did that and they, it was a long podcast so i was like fuck it i got nothing else to do i'll listen to it they started talking about like giants and about how like how there is the scientific community in the whole world is keeping like these these rare oh, god they like nepal nil, nil nil is i don't know i can't remember the name of it but there's this race of giants that were like 12 feet tall, and they're all across America, and that's what Bigfoot was, and they said that the whole reason we went to Afghanistan after 9-11 wasn't for the Taliban, because that's where like these giants were living in caves, and that's why we bombed all the caves. <laughs> I was listening to it, and I was just like, what the fuck is happening right now? Mm. It was kinda, It was kind of crazy. Trust me. It was one of those things where like, I got done listening to it. I was like, I'm definitely gonna get put on a list for listening to that. In my eyes, I was like, well, it was just something cool to listen to. I was also like, fuck, that was weird. I gotta, I gotta, like, I gotta do something different for just a little bit.
2: Yeah, that's that's the problem with those conspiracies. It's like sometimes they'll they'll reel you in with some stuff that you could somewhat rationalize in your mind. But, yeah, then they go off on, like,
0: a, a fucking a crazy drop, tangent.
2: Yeah, drop off on a deep end of, yeah, we were in Afghanistan because of we were a species giants. of giants. Yeah. Like, That's no, I don't fully, I can't buy in on that, I
0: guess. That Literally, I, like, I was just listening to it. I was like, no, come on. <laughs> like, come on, guys. Let's get, let's get back to the huddle and let's talk about some shit. You had me. Just reel me in,
2: you know? No, nope, yeah, you, you had to keep going. You yeah, had to let your crazy awesome.
0: out. <laughs> yeah, because they kept, they were talking about how they got me was they were talking about like, uh, you don't think the scientific community hides stuff from people. And I was just like, uh, yeah, I definitely could see that. Like, I'm sure there's, there's like, yeah, fuck, we actually found a black hole. We just don't know what to do with it. So we're not going to talk about it. Yeah, I could see shit like that. Them pretending that like giants existed in America. They like they were saying shit like oh, four hundred years ago they existed here. The Native Americans knew about them. I was like, I feel like we would have heard about that, especially around here where it's just like this. Uh, I, don't, I feel like I'd see something.
2: Yeah, there would have been <laughs> and, a skeleton of a twelve foot man, or
0: oh, they say something. they said the skeletons get found all the time. It's just that the scientists, which apparently if you're a scientist, you're just going around just stealing bones. There was also some talk about dinosaurs. I, they lost me. It had already lost me. So I just was listening so I could be like, what the fuck? And then I could report it to you guys so you guys don't have to do it. Yeah.
2: Who knows? Well, and the, like the whole Bob Lazar thing, the, the reason I was talking about it was because they, they were coming out and essentially saying that like, he's been vindicated on his whistleblowing because now this aerial phenomenon task force is going to release some of their findings every six months. It's like that, like when I read that article, I was like, that doesn't mean jack shit. Like they they didn't say anything. They didn't release anything. They didn't talk about anything. They just said that they will release some of their findings every six months. So it's like, okay, we saw a blip in the sky over the Atlantic ocean. Aliens. There you go. It's like, uh, yeah, until they come out with a fucking flying saucer that they found or a fucking dead alien, I just.
0: I uh, That's like, it literally, that's exactly what you're saying. It's like the those people talking about giants that I was listening to, that's like them just being like, there's really tall people, there was giants, and me just being like, no, that doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. Like those really tall people die super quick. <laughs> because their bodies can't live that long because they're too tall no they're just like you just gotta open your eyes bro like no damn it i won't yeah it was uh it was just it's fucking crazy to kind of i i do go down those rabbit holes a lot just because it's something cool to like hear about but then they start getting so goddamn crazy
2: yeah, it's like if, you, if they could just reel in their craziness a little bit, they could probably get a lot more buy-in and, and be a lot more believable. But it's like, it's like once they realize that they can convince you of a, of a small,
0: believable conspiracy, they're like, oh, fuck. And they just can't stop. <laughs> yeah, It's like, we didn't plan for him to believe this. We're fucking uh, – we panicking. <laughs> they're like, oh, you, you scientists might hide something? Dinosaurs, giants. And they like their like rationales, like they talk about dinosaurs in the Bible. They couldn't know about dinosaurs. I'm like, yeah, they could have. <laughs> like, and they were like they were trying to say like dinosaur bones uh only were only discovered like a hundred years ago. I was like, that's not true at all. Like, yeah, it was it was fucking weird. It was a weird time yesterday. Uh. I was I was big mad yesterday, so I was spiraling.
2: Um, yeah, I guess I kind of talked through what I had on my short list. Got anything else over there?
0: Let me, uh, let me pull something up. Um, Wilfred Brimley, uh, you guys, the, the diabetes guy, you're very, I
2: I had diabetes.
0: I have diabetes. He died, but he died of natural causes. So he was very old
2: and maybe just a pinch of diabetes,
0: just a little bit diabetes. But uh, Bob basketball, uh, I I you said you shared it. I saw it on Twitter. Oh, Mookie yeah. Betts, Mookie Betts, the uh, right fielder for the Dodgers, formerly of the Red Sox. Holy fuck! Absolute piss missile. Like that might have been the best throw I've ever seen.
2: Yeah, throwing from like far. Like far right field, like almost right in like the by the foul line, all the
0: way to third base. Third base. They said the the thing I saw said it was three hundred and thirty three hundred and thirty feet.
2: Yeah, and it got there
0: quick. Quick, and he put it right in that third baseman's glove.
2: Like that was he intense. Literally,
0: he he threw a three hundred and thirty foot strike. Like it was insane. So that that uh when I saw that on Twitter. I went and looked at like other like huge throws from the outfield because I was like, fuck yeah. And, uh, yes, I saw like Yasiel Puig did it. I'm not a huge baseball guy, so that was kind of crazy. But, like, I saw Yasiel Puig did it when he was a Dodger. But so then I, Yasiel Puig Puig's just a huge human. So it was kind of crazy that he did that. But then the one that, uh, the one that I saw that really stuck with me was, uh, I think it's it's either Rick or Rich and Keel. I think it's Rick and But he was a pitcher for the uh, Cardinals, and he got absolutely, like, fucking torn apart, like, just shredded in, like, some, uh, some playoff game for the Cardinals and basically lost his ability to pitch. Like, he got beat so bad that he was just like, my body can't do that anymore. So he quit being a pitcher, and then, like, had to go to, like, the minors again as an outfielder. And then got to the major leagues again. But he had some throws. Dude, apparently pitching, throwing the ball really hard, really translates to fucking having a cannon for an arm in the outfield. Because he had, like, a highlight tape of him just gunning people down. It was pretty fucking sick.
2: Yeah. I mean, as a base runner, when you see the ball clear over there in right field and you're rounding the bases, like, you're, you're pretty much – you know, yeah, home free or at least safe at third. Nope. Nope. <laughs> now not Mookie right. Betts is hucking it.
0: Dude, I, I also didn't realize how, like, I guess Mookie Betts is, like, one of the best players in baseball. I, I guess I've just completely missed out on a shitload of baseball stuff.
2: Yeah, it was, like, a big deal when he signed. Um,
0: With the Dodgers.
2: Yeah, and then they were thinking, like, after they made that crazy deal that he might not even play this season because of, like, coronavirus and stuff. But, yeah, I guess uh, based off of that one play at, uh, out of right, <laughs> yeah, he's really worth really the money, good. I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was say shit, if you can do that like four times a season, totally worth it because that was nuts. I can't imagine having a fucking arm like that. That's all I would do is I would just be like – if I had an arm like that, I would just constantly show off to people like, oh, you want me to throw this football 87 yards? <laughs> like, how about you go stand at the end of this city block and I'll just throw you a baseball? Yeah, so that was cool. Yeah. Uh it sounds like it sounds like baseball's going to get shut down though. So
2: yeah, with all the the Marlins <laughs> people or whatever that all
0: yeah. The Marlins the Marlins basically got shut down as a team. Then the Cardinals uh got they had to cancel some games cuz like 17 of their players tested for it and it turns out their players all went to like a casino. <laughs> mm. Like whoops. Yeah, so it sounds like baseball is going to be toast, but like basketball and hockey haven't had any positive tests at all. So they're cooking. Turns out the bubble might be the idea. So we should clear out an island and just have all the football players sent there. Like we should, we should send everyone to Hawaii because we need football as a nation. And as a nation, I mean this podcast.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, when I saw the, all the positive tests for, for the baseball stuff, it made me nervous, but I, I still, I think like you said, seeing the, seeing the bubble system work, um, I'm optimistic. I just don't know how, how or where they're going to try to do the NFL stuff,
0: but I don't know. I trying to stay optimistic. Something. Yeah, <laughs> I say, I I didn't, I didn't think college football was going to happen, but it sounds like, They're doing a lot of, like, they're basically only playing in conference games. So don't worry, folks. Notre Dame will win the ACC. I know everyone was worried about my favorite college football team playing a game, but no, that's basically all I had. A little brunch cast.
2: That sounds good, man. Um, Let's try to prep some shit and plan for Tuesday.
0: Tuesday? Episode 35 in the books. A A little brunch cast. Hugs uh damn it. Hugs and kisses all my cats and kittens. XOXO. It's, so XO. it's so weird for 35 episodes. I have to think about what I normally say at the ends of these episodes.
2: It's alright. Don't beat yourself up. I fucking
0: hate it, dude. Masturbate. debate, debate, masturbate, 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 masturbate. masturbate, masturbate. Damn, there it is. The quicker you go.
2: <laughs> uh, oh shit. Alright. Well cool. see you later, that's,
0: guys. That's boys. Bye. See ya.